Okay, so M3CS. Yeah. The controversial M3 in Jay's life right now. Yeah. Hundred thousand dollar question, literally. <laughs> is one hundred thousand dollars is a Med three worth hundred grand? Well, here's my problem. I ordered the car. I have it scheduled to pick up in South Carolina at Performance Center Delivery. It would come like November. I do want the car. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't know a month ago or something. I decided. You know what? It's a hundred thousand uh, dollars. Maybe I don't want the car. Maybe that's maybe it's a hundred thousand dollars for an M3. That's very cool. Well, but the problem is, <laughs> I still want it. Uh-huh. And so now, I mean, now I have to decide. Like, okay, is it worth a hundred thousand dollars? We know it's going to be collectible. Yeah. We know the money will come back out of it. We don't know how long that will take. We don't know how far it will fall and how fast and for how long. Mm-hmm. So, is it a hundred thousand dollars when I pick it up and? November, and then it's eighty thousand dollars in June. Do you think? Do you think that the 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 idea that with a car like that you're already talking about depreciation is that telling of something? No, I mean yes, but no, because for me in my mind, whenever I'm thinking about a car, I'm immediately thinking about its future value. Is it going to depreciate? Is it going to go up? Is it going to hold steady? Yeah. So. I think I think reconsidering it, given the price and the fact that it is a hundred freaking thousand dollars, and I guess I'm just looking for a reason to talk myself into getting it. I really want it. Mm-hmm. Okay, well let's. But do I want the M- M2C more? The M2C. It was what I was getting ready to say is the, the, your other problem is the M2C. The M2 competition. Yeah. Um, which has the M3 motor in it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which is for so emissions. It is not BMW yeah. pandering to the purists. Yeah, so. As much as we'd like to think that they're actually have their heads out of their ass for the first time mm-hmm. in this, the, you know, the 2010s. I mean, it does work out. Net net, it works out for us, right? Mm-hmm. However, I did read a review online of someone who traded in their first gen M2 on the M2C, put 150 miles roughly on the M2C, mm-hmm. goes back to the dealer. Test drives the two, which still has the car he traded in. Mm-hmm. Test drives the two back to back. And I was not in love with what he said, which is essentially the throttle is feels lazy. Mm-hmm. The, the original M2 feels more like it's pulling at the reins, like let's go, like, like a spikier torque curve earlier in the RPM range. And, and the guy mentioned weight. He literally said you can feel that the M2C is heavier on the front. But 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 the chassis is more rigid. Of course, we know why with the carbon fiber strut brace. Yeah. But let's talk about how I've had two of those and for two mirror, twos. Yeah, two. Yeah, excuse me. Two of twos, first generation. Like why? I still want it, but then when I have it, I sell it. But is that because I had a nine eleven inch that I had to scratch, and now that's been scratched? Yeah. Well, and you were also dailing the M two, which has been widely noted that that thing. Has an uncompromising ride, ride quality to it. <laughs> it's always on. It's always electric, yeah. which is which is why I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, why I hate it in mm-hmm. traffic. Yeah. I feel like the DCT is probably the right compromise, but I don't want DCT in an M2. I feel like that that defeats the character of the car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, DCT. They. I, I know why they offer DCT in the M2, but I feel like the M2 
they need to come out with an M2 competition, or a, a, they have an M2 competition. They need to come out with like an M2 CS. That's like annual only. They need like a stripper. They will M2. probably, don't you think? And then you'll want that, obviously. Now right, I'd so, pay 100 grand for an M2 that was like full on enthusiasts. Yeah, I would too. Yeah, like one crazy like ridiculous color. Yeah. No back seats, like just an amazing small BMW again. Anyway. By the way, cheers, buddy. Cheers. Just, just to make sure our listeners know, we're drinking cold brew with some Irish cream in it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I'm not mad. I'm, I'm not mad at I'm it. I'm upset about it. <laughs> Here's the issue. M3CS coming in November. Mm-hmm. Literally a text message or an email away from going to Spartanburg, having the amazing experience of picking up a limited edition. Did we ever find out if it's... 500 in the U.S.? Beaver Post had an article saying it was between 500 and 550 units for the U.S. Okay. Now, you're talking about a car that's more rare than the one M at that point in the States. Yeah. Because in the States, you're at 749 mm-hmm. on the one M. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's two things. Okay, I'm just I'm talking out loud. There's two things here. There's no manual transmission. And it's $100,000. Mm-hmm. But it's the right color. And that interior blows my mind. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it's so good. Yeah. The the silver white contrast stitching mm-hmm. with the black, and then you got the silver inserts. All the Alcantara. Holy yeah. crap. CS and the dash. It's, it's just it's a lot it's, of later It's on so. But I don't. But it's not a car you're gonna daily drive. So you're getting a four door M3. For my ten year old son, and friends and family, whatever. But it, you know that thing is gonna ride like a damn race car. You know it's not gonna be soft. I mean, the F80 kind of outside of the competition package definitely sucks for a ride. You know that from your secure orange M3 that you drove. How many miles did you put on that damn thing for you? 15,000. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That's amazing. And the DCT is amazing when you're hammering it, but around town it can stutter. In traffic, it can be a little bit. Isn't there mitigating things you can do? Like you put it in manual mode or you put it in comfort mode? Like there's, there's a way you were you telling me. You put it in comfort mode and. and you, you figure it What's out. What's the trick? You, you have it's, to figure the car out. Yeah. You have to realize what the car is doing mechanically. You have right. to understand what is happening. And then you, and then you, then you drive. You're driving to make it easier on the car. Right. Or to make the car not have to think too hard. Because once it has to... Once, <laughs> if you're like... If you're giving it too much throttle and not enough, it, like, it, it doesn't know what you want to do and it freaks out. And it, and it can be really, really frustrating... In a, in a traffic situation because of that. But once you figure it out, you can you can make it work. But do you, do you want to be compromising with your transmission and your $100,000 M3? Right. Well, let me say this. I mean, do you ever think they'll figure that out? That, that sounds like a software algorithm issue. That but sounds... How long has the F8 even out? And I've driven right. a relatively right. new one, and I've driven older ones. And they do, we, all... do we know if they're going to keep that same DC tree transmission in the new M3? Which, by the way, what is it called? A G? Some, I don't even know the chassis. It's, it's a G. G80? G20. I think G20 is the 3 Series, right? Oh, the next M3 will yeah. probably, be, the yeah, probably be the G80. Yeah. I mean, let's go I with that. Know. Yeah, okay. The G80. I'll agree to that. Know. I think that might be go ZF. Oh my God, that would be amazing. Mm-hmm. If it was, dude, let's talk about this for a second. If it was a ZF right now, I feel like I would have less reason to not pull the trigger. If it was a ZF right now, yeah. I want to send. Yeah, let's let's. Let's start over a hot second. I want to send a text message right now to my dealer and be like, yes, I'm taking it. Mm-hmm. 
But then I'm immediately canceling out, let's talk about this, Cayman GTS in graphite blue. Manual, GTS interior, red stitching, everything you want in the car, built for the enthusiast. I found that car, I want that car. That also is a $100,000 car. I do happen to have 9% off, which is amazing. Uh -huh. I'm on a $91,000 car now. Yeah. Um, you, know what, you know what it is? It's that I'm, I don't know what I want and I don't really need anything. So it, it creates a storm of <laughs> hedonistic fantasy. <laughs> yeah. And, and <laughs> I mean, this is first world problems, right? This is the problems you want to have. Uh -huh. Do I get an enthusiast or an amazing Porsche? Uh -huh. Or yeah. let's talk about the Honda Civic Type R and how that is really blowing my skirt up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that could be an amazing. I'm thing. waiting to read a review where they're like, ah, oh, it's not that great. Although Doug DeMuro's YouTube video, he kind of said he was disappointed in it, but he's literally the only one. Doug DeMuro. He's got. I, I like. I, I, Doug is seems cool, but I don't think he's a driver yeah. so much as a car nerd. Yeah, yeah. He like reports on impressions, but he's yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Yeah, That's yeah. That, well said. Yeah. Um, Maybe almost more academic. Yeah, exactly. Like, and it, that's cool. But I'm not gonna. It take, is cool. I'm not gonna take his driving impressions and, and buy a car based on them. I think. Johnny Lieberman and I line up on what we care about in driving dynamics mm -hmm. and, and car feedback. I, I feel I feel a lot of yeah. similarities. Camisa, oh my God, James Camisa. Um, the guy with the Speedmaster for Carfection. I can't remember his name right now. Catchpole. Henry Catchpole. Henry Catchpole. Which, let's talk about his Speedmaster on that Black NATO and how it caused me to buy one. In that GT3 manual video where he like waxes poetic about why an, a manual transmission. The guy is... That, that is the most poetic automotive journalism I've ever heard. Mm -hmm. And I've been reading car magazines since I was like 10 years old. Yeah. That was amazing. Yeah. Uh, why a stick shift is not dead? Why the stick? Why, why is Porsche bringing it? And Porsche has been sneaking the stick back into yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Just when everyone is like, you know what? It doesn't make sense anymore. It's inefficient. It's, it's cost prohibitive. No one wants them anyway. No one's buying them. Porsche says, guess what? <laughs> <laughs> I control the market, not you dumb consumers. Yeah. They snuck it in. Yeah. New GT3? New GT, I think it, this is what I think. You tell, me, you tell me what you think. I think it started with the GT4. I think that was a soft pitch. Then they fucking did a fast pitch with the 911R. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they did. That car, you, didn't have a, you, don't, you don't have a choice in the GT4, and you don't have a choice in the 911R. Mm -hmm. And then I saw what... The, the, those the cars were about was. driving experience, about how unique they were, about their specific engine setup, and... It was never hyped on manual only, but the fact remains, those are manual only. And those are easily the most modern, highly touted, most exciting Porsches to date. And they're manual. Mm -hmm. PDK is the best in the business. Let's just, yeah. let's just agree on that. Oh, yeah. No, no one's arguing. I mean, I haven't had the privilege of driving a 488 with a dual clutch gearbox, but... I can't imagine how it would be better than PDK. Mm. Maybe because it's Ferrari and everything's better with Ferrari, but yeah. but is it? Is it? <laughs> I well, okay. Let's back up to M3CS. Let's let's back it up because I this is a real first world issue. Yeah, we're we're talking. Watch watch that Henry Catchpole video where he talks about the, why manuals will forever and always be better than dual clutches, even though dual clutches are on paper better. Yeah. And then tell me you still want the M3CS. Yeah. If you're listening, immediately stop listening to the podcast. Push pause. Mm -hmm. Go pull up Henry Catchpole YouTube 
with the GT3 touring. What is it actually called? Like something it's manual? It's not a touring. It's actually the GT3. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. With the wing. I apologize. Yeah, but it's a GT3 uh with a manual mm-hmm. because the touring, you only got a manual. But this is the winged... What is it called? Like a manual... Why is a manual still relevant? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it now. Yeah, yeah, look that up. It needs to be... Um, but if you have a manual, one in. Because they only came in manual. All the coolest cars, by the way, let's just go out on them and talk about this for a second. Mm-hmm. E39 and 5. Manuals matter. Porsche Manuals matter. GT3, Carfection. Manuals matter. Mm-hmm. Say it again because it's important. Manuals matter. Porsche 911 GT3 and it's by Carfection. By Carfection and the host is Henry Catchpole mm-hmm. who is wearing a gosh darn beautiful Omega Speedy on a black NATO that's blowing my mind. Anyway, but, so, uh, yeah, just even putting aside the car for a second, I just had to watch talk. Keep going. <laughs> Let's go back to the M3CS. Is the elephant in the room that it's not a manual, is that the problem or is it the $100,000 price tag? I would say that there, those are both problems, but... The, but What's the bigger one? I, the bigger one is, is the DCT. It you was, think so? I really, For me, it is, yes. No, but... It's, it's a very, very limited... I mean, you just said... When you said that it was I just said the coolest cars are only manual. What's that? That the coolest cars are always manual. When you said manual. the coolest cars are always manual, that hit me. But you also said that the M3CS is going to be more rare than the 1M. It is. Which. And is, that matters in the environment today. Yeah, definitely. It, yeah. So that. I, I don't know. I forget where I was going with that. But. DCT and MDCS is your biggest knock. It's not even yeah, $100, the hundred thousand It's worth it because it's so limited. Agreed. It's five. It's, it's an investment. Units. It's an investment in the United States. Yeah. It. it it's not it's, going to. It's a seat of the pants investment. Yeah. Um, so DCT is the only issue with that car because the interior is amazing. The F eighty, despite the way even the originals drove, it always has looked real good. Specifically, it's, the F80 M3. The M4, I can... It is arguably, borderline, indisputably, the best-looking M3. Now, obviously, people have their own opinions, and it's 100% subjective, but you can't deny the hips on the car and the yeah. flared fenders. And hips. Hmm. Good Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why the M4 looks like a hot, steamy pile of garbage next to an M3, because the hips... Okay, real M3. talk. Real talk. Anyone who is thinking about an M4 doesn't understand what they're talking about. You gotta get the They idea. are clearly an idiot. <laughs> they think, oh, I want a sports car, and a sports car has to be two doors. Mm. And so if I get a two-door M car, I'm doing it right. No, 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 you're doing it wrong. You really are. You are, you are doing it wrong. You are getting a car that is all kinds of A-proportional. The doors are too long, the hips aren't as wide as on the M3. Mm. It looks soft in comparison. If you're gonna get a two-door sports car, get an I-11. Get a 911, get a Cayman, get a Alfa Romeo. Do, do something cool. Don't get a BMW mass-produced 3 Series, 4 Series, whatever they call it now with the, obviously the two doors as a 4 Series. Don't, don't get that and think, oh, I'm driving a sports car because I'm driving a two-door. When the M3 is superior in almost every way. Yeah. The, M, the M3. Why would you not want four doors if it looks better and drives probably better? Yeah. Is, there, is get- there a driving discrepancy between the M3 for competition in the M3 competition, I, I, if there is one, I feel like it would go to the M3. Is it a more square setup? I don't know the specs. Mm, no, I think there's probably a little bit of more rigidity just being that it's two doors. And I know that the- I don't know, is that true? 
Does it? I think it weighs because, a little bit less. I don't know. It's probably negligible. I've driven both back to back. I couldn't notice a difference. Other than when I got out of the M4, I had to like squeeze out of it because I couldn't open the door wide enough because I was going to door ding the car next to me because the doors are literally 10 feet long. These cars are big. And I, and I think there's a psychological component that when you have four doors, you're, you're more accepting of the car being slightly bigger. But when you have two doors, you really want it diminutive. You want it mm-hmm. sleek. You want it low. You want it. Yeah. And it's not delivering. And if I'm getting a two-door car that's a hopped-up version of a normal mass-produced car, I'm getting the, the C63. Mm-hmm. All day, every day, twice on Sunday. That car is a ridiculous monster. And, and inversely... As we've talked about before, the two-door C63 looks, looks better. better. Looks better than the C63 sedan. Which is the opposite of what we always think about yeah. these, these sedans. Or sedans that are hot, hopped-up versions. We always think the four-doors look way better. And every, in especially the old C63s. I never liked the coupe of the last generation of the it, Yeah, 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 yeah. It was cool, but like the sedan was always tougher and meaner looking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is, they've reversed that. Okay, so back to M3CS versus uh, 718 Cayman GTS manual. Both about the same money-ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, no, 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 yeah, you're right, same ballpark. Yeah, you're obviously getting a bit of a discount on the, the 718, but sticker for sticker, they're roughly... No, no, same, yeah, so take price out of the equation, that's comparable. Yeah. Okay, so... One is certainly not limited production. One, one is certainly less on paper special, mm-hmm. right? The, first of all, it's maligned engine because people freak out about four cylinders because again, they don't know what they're talking about. And I understand the sound, right? The sound is not as sonorous and is it's like not, just going down the Mussolini straight on Le Mans with- It does not sound bad. Right. By any it stretch just, of the imagination. You know what the word is? Different. It sounds different. Yeah. And if, if, Car people hate anything. It's change. So, if you want to, if you want to pin it down and you want to be real talk, there's a trade-off. But but you're not you're not you're not giving up one of the most amazing sports car experiences on the market today just because it sounds burbly and tough and it's not sonorous, sing-songy like the flat mm-hmm. sixes of. It does sound tougher. Yeah. I mean, you're getting so much more performance, so much yeah. usable performance that you're feeling. That you're smiling that about. That car is really fast. It's it's legitimately fast. Mm. It's legit fast. Yeah, legit. It, it's was the was the nine eight one came in legit fast. Well, maybe yeah. if you're you know bouncing off the red line in every gear in PDK, it's then it's moving at a rapid speed. Yeah. But you're also waking all the neighbors. But if you're driving a six speed manual, you have one less gear. Your ratios are now skewed, and you're driving a 981 with this amazing Sing Sung flat six, which it is amazing, and it is mid engine. And you get into a stoplight with a goddamn Toyota Camry mm-hmm. with a V6 in it. You're nervous. <laughs> that's not. That's not. That's not how I want to feel driving a mid engine masterpiece Porsche. I don't want to be nervous because there's a Toyota Camry with a V6 next to me at the red light. When it turns green. You, that you, I, I'm going to be praying to God that I can somehow keep up. <laughs> that's, that's real talk. And the, and the 718, not an issue. No. You are smoking them dirty. Mm-hmm. All that torque. That's true. Way down line. Yeah. In fact, I will go as far as to say you could pull up next to you an RS4 or a C63 and still feel confident. Hey, there's a chance I'm going to beat this guy on a, on a street, straight line race, zero to like 55 or 60. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, 
That's a significant difference. So, do you want to trade off real-world performance and sound and and? Here, here's a, here's an interesting yeah, yeah. parallel. Yeah. The the difference between the E90 and the F80. Oh God. They screwed it up. They they took that. They they ruined the sound completely. Yeah. And gave you Wait, by the way too much torque. To go with what you're saying, they ruined it more than Porsche ruined the flat six. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm saying. doing. Air quotes. Yeah. Yeah, so Porsche gave you the torque that, that BMW was trying to give you with the F80. It sounds like a vacuum cleaner. It sounds... You, you went from literally an 8500 8, RPM, nationally aspirated, double throttle butterfly, ridiculous masterpiece of an engine, mm -hmm. to what is essentially a dustbuster. Yeah. It's a Hoover vac. It's, it's, a, it's a BMW Dyson. <laughs> but like somehow less cool than Dyson. <laughs> less cool than Dyson. That guy's accent and the gray hair and yeah. I mean, he just makes you want a Dyson. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like there's a really smart looking stylish guy talking about this appliance. <laughs> he seems really I don't even want to use it. I just want to sit see, in the corner. What is he British or something? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Whatever. He's if he's from the UK, he's smarter than we are. So we're yeah, like, he's, look. he's Swedish. Yeah. Yeah. Dyson Swedish. Has a very, Either uh, way, clearly his vacuum cleaner is better than mine. So, yes, I'm buying that. M moving on. Moving on from vacuum cleaners. Yeah. The Porsche gave us a torque monster. That a, did, a fair trade-off. Keep going. Yeah. yeah. A torque monster. It was fair. That doesn't sound. It doesn't sound as good, but it doesn't no. sound bad. It doesn't sound bad. It, it, it sounds good if you were If you're not comparing it directly with the flat six of the previous generation, you, you would think it sounds. You're none like the wiser. Monster. It sounds yeah. amazing. And let's talk about how it looks better. And the 981 is. Freaking gorgeous! Yeah, they that, they knocked it out of the park of the seven. How did they make it better looking? They yeah, did. They did. It 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 looks as good as the nine eleven now. It does. In different iterations, arguably better. That's it's smaller. That's, it's that's a real it, talk, right? It there. looks lower to the ground. Yeah. Is the nine eleven the icon? Of course it is. Mm, but the seven eighteen has the proportions, especially it's, it's got especially the king. It's got proportions. The hips. How the, how the roof line comes back and meets oh. the hips coming from the taillight. Just that. that from well, the you, rear three-quarter. I feel like you and I can't very, talk about that enough. There's very few cars that look better than... It's, it is literally it. akin to being attracted to the opposite sex with a really nice derriere. Mm -hmm. Look at the way... You took it there. I, I took it there because it's, I, I feel like that is our attraction to that car. Yeah. I feel like there's an animalistic instinct. Subconsciously, we're <laughs> seeing that. And it's making us... Want to reproduce because it's so good. <laughs> Thank you, Porsche. You're saving the species. <laughs> Porsche's promoting the human race. Uh, but I'm just gonna I'm just gonna add to what you're saying. I, I here's what's not fair. BMW took away a nacho aspirated V8, mm -hmm. gave us a Hoover vac and not the Dyson, mm. with an amazing torque number. Okay, back to the red light race. The F80 M3 is absolutely going to smoke a Camry and any other. I mean, it's very fast on the street. Yeah, it's. They took away all of the intangibles that made M3 so magical and more than they, greater than the sum of their parts, and reduced them to the exact number of the, the exact answer. What's the word I'm looking for? The exact sum, not even a hair more. The exact sum of their parts. Okay, we're giving you a turbocharged, big torquey engine, rear drive, and a gorgeous car. Mm -hmm. Nothing more, nothing less. The chassis won't keep up with it. Enjoy that. Yeah. Porsche, like 
is more fair because we're going to take a little bit of that sing-songy, gorgeous flat six noise, but in return, we're giving you a more beautiful car. It's going to drive better than it ever did. It's going to be lighter than it was previously. It's going to have better performance, and it's still going to sound good. Mm -hmm. How does a four-cylinder turbo sound better than an inline six M3? It sounds better. It really does. Take me to court. Sue me over that statement. I Come here and talk to me, whoever's listening to this. Let's talk about how you think the S... 65? No. 55. No. What? What's, is it 55? Yeah. It's 55. That's 54. No, no, no. That's... Wow, we are... We're clearly drinking oh too God. much coffee. Yeah. <laughs> S55 is the F80 motor. Yes. Let's talk about how... Come at me, bro. Talk to me about how an S55 sounds better than a four-cylinder 718. Yeah. How is that... For, it doesn't. Let's back up for a second. How is this even being talked about? How... How does a four-cylinder in any iteration sound better than an inline an inline six? They had to. They, they, I think they had to try to make it sound bad. Like someone at Port, someone at BMW was like hated Ha-ha. the idea. Someone, <laughs> someone at BMW they're being recruited by Mercedes. Hated the idea of <laughs> they, them getting rid of the V8s. Yeah. So they're like, we're gonna make this thing we sound gonna, like garbage. We're gonna leave our mark. Yeah, <laughs> and then everyone's not gonna buy them, and then BMW will come to their senses and go back to the V8. Clearly, people bought them. The, I bet, I bet the F80, I don't know this because I've not looked up the numbers, but I bet the F80 has sold more than any previous M3, which is kind of sad because... I, I, I think indelibly that's true. Yeah. I, I think 100%. So they, they, and what BMW is trying to do is they're, they're appealing to the average, which is why the M3 became so average, is because they're appealing to that. They're, they're taking not, away market share from Toyota. Sorry, keep going. <laughs> I mean, really. Yeah, I mean, they're taking they away... What they're trying to do is become Walmart. They're trying to become Mercedes. They're trying to be Walmart. Yeah. We'll, we'll sell you literally everything. Yeah. Then they, I mean, we'll subsidize our leases. Let's not talk about the X2 M35 I they announced on <laughs> Friday. We can talk about how the engine in that is probably pretty awesome. Yeah, it's the most powerful four cylinder they've ever produced. It's 302 horsepower. See, that's intriguing to me, at least on paper. On, on pa- I hope it doesn't sound like garbage, but. Oh, probably. But, but, but they'll put in. Noises in the speakers where you can make it sound like a V12 rolls or something, and right. people will freak out because that's you know, how you get people to buy cars as you show them gimmicks that they'll use once and impress their friends and then never use again. <sighs> well, back to the M3CS and the yeah. 718. I think it comes down to: Are you trying to buy a car <laughs> that's limited edition? Excuse me, limited edition four door, four like. A limited, you want a limited edition M3, the last hurrah of the F80 generation, which will 100% be collectible and not have a stick shift, but still be, I mean, everything, I think the car is going to be really good to drive. Oh, yeah. I have, mm-hmm. well, the I have zero doubt it's amazing. The M3 competition, M3 competition is really great. Good. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But, or do you want a car that will absolutely depreciate? Not be collectible for more years because of the you know it's mass, mass produced. Mm-hmm. Still special as GTS and all that, but yeah. um, and everyone knows the market is soft on 718s. They're not selling. They've actually received so much negative hype, and people somehow think a four cylinder is giving you less performance than the flat six, which you know that's going to take a long time for people to evolve. People but, are coming around to it. But. That's the real question. I think that's the root of our question. Mm-hmm. I think it's, do you want two-door sports car mid-engine experience, lower to the ground, certainly 
I think it's more true to a sports car driving experience than the M3. I'm sure the I know the M3 M3 CS is visceral and amazing, and but do you want a real two seat mid engine sports car, or do you want a car that is almost a, almost a sports car? Starts out life as a 320, and will give you some return on let's be honest on your money, and also look drop dead gorgeous. Yeah. What's the color that comes in the blue? San, well, uh, the one that I would be getting is San Marino blue. Okay. Is that what you're asking me? Yeah. Is that, that's the one that kind of has a, a purple-y vibe to it a little bit. Uh, right? Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say purple as much as I would say uh, like super deep, like metallic blue. Okay. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Like a royal. Yeah. Maybe a hint of purple. It's like a royal blue with a little bit of purple. Royal blue. Royal blue. For all of you liar liar fans out there. <laughs> Um, it, it, whatever you want to call it, it's a stunning color. That oh, it's drop dead gorgeous. And the wheels with the big brakes behind them. Those wheels are the, the CS. Those wheels. wheels. If I give them to competition, let's just real talk. Those are going on my M2 competition. Yeah. I don't. They're. That might offset the weight increase. Yeah, it might. And that's on the sprung weight too. So that's. <sighs> I think. I think you'd be really, really happy with either, obviously. But when you took, when you drove the 718 with the manual, but then again, the manual in that car isn't a spectacular manual. No, especially when you're driving driven a 911T manual. Yeah. Give me a break. So, that's just in your fair. in your scenario, your situation. If I had your garage, I would want to add an M3CS to it. You would. Mm-hmm. Real talk. Real talk. You Over have, a 718 GT. You have the 911T that scratches the Porsche the Porsche uh, Porsche, Porsche itch. itch. Yeah. Um, with in the 911T has you know, the short shifter and the different gearing and the noise and it's, yeah. As amazing as the 718 is, when you walk out to your garage to hop in one of your Porsches. It's as ridiculous as that sounds. And also awesome. And awesome. (laughs) You're always gonna take the T, in my mind. I would always take the T. Over the 718? Probably, yeah. Why? I'm not disagreeing, I just, I really wanna know why. because it's an icon. Because it's an icon. It's a, uh, I, see, I don't buy into. I buy into the iconness, but I don't care. If the seven eighteen, if, the, if they I made a, if they made a seven eighteen T with like lightweight. Oh god. Short, oh god. Gave me the nine eleven R shift. Oh god. And you know. Oh god. Yeah. You can, that's that's the, that's. Well, there are you might spy shots of the seven eighteen GT four and lord. Spider. Oh good lord. Um, how much are those going to be? Um, probably outrageous and probably premium priced. <laughs> it's probably going to be like premium on top of those. Hmm. But so, what, so huh, let's let's start. This about is that. interesting. So wow, I'm just I'm shocked at your recommendation. Uh, so am I a little bit. But I'm thinking about like you walk out, you see that gorgeous color, mm. those wheels, the oh. F80 hips. Oh. You get in. Oh. You got the interior. Got oh. the Alcantara on the on the dash. Oh. The CS sits into it. You got oh. the gray seats. Yeah. Just that car is going to be that car is so much theater. Yeah, it's, it's so much excitement, um, and it's going to be—it's the ultimate iteration of the F80, you know, the redheaded stepchild of the M3 range, arguably. But it, 
I mean, I, we have it pulled up on the laptop right here. This, I mean, look at that thing. Oh, it's stupid gorgeous. It's absolutely stunning. How do you make a four-door car look that? Only BMW can. That's one. I mean, it's almost like the car is almost like the Italians designed it. <laughs> they, they, the Italians designed sex into every automobile and product they ever make. Like their coffee cups are attractive. <laughs> um, so I feel like the the Italians. I mean, it's there's some Italian influence in the tips. Look at that. I mean, that's in, that's in like the gray color that it's going into. All right, so if we're ruling the 718 GTS out, let's talk about how the M2 CS. The so M2 if, M2 if you put those two in a ring and they're fighting it out, who wins? Between the M2 competition and the M3 CS. Yes. I wish, I wish that the M2 competition was a little bit more special. I wish that it was they were going to keep the the normal M2 and the M2 competition was going to be I do kind too. of semi limited production, not like icing on the cake type thing. Yeah, like real special because you can imagine that they could have done something with the M2. You're right. And made it like the they could have made an enthusiast like wet dream out of that car, and they haven't. Um, I think that the. The, the increased weight is not is the opposite of what they needed to do with that car. I mean, it, it was the when it came out, it was BMW back to being small and semi light. I mean, it's not super light, but it, being lightweight and it felt the engine in the in the chassis felt like they were you know talking cohesive, like, cohesive, harmonious. Yeah. Uh -huh. And I, I want I hope not. And this is all reserved judgment until I drive one. Right. But I think I don't think that the M2 needed a bigger, heavier, more powerful, worse sounding engine. <laughs> right, right. I mean, <laughs> yeah, because the M55 famously sounds better than the S55. It really does. And you can't come at me, bro. Right. That there's no comparison there. Right. The, you, the it, it sounds that that little. And N55. So N55 is in the M2, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. the N55 sounds so good, monstrous, so good. So here's here's the, what I see playing out. You keep the 911T, you get the M3CS, have it for a little while. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Then 718 GT4 comes out. Mm -hmm. you get rid of both of those. Mm. Replace with the GT4. Mm. Have that two-door sports car. You are changing my life. Ultimate experience. You are changing my life. Because that car is going to be special. That car will be special. Because you have those looks married with... You're going to have the 718 looks married with a six-cylinder. That's going to be like incredible. Yeah. If if they do what the rumors have suggested, which is which take is, the four-liter GT3 motor, and they put that in that. There's no way you can't have that car. I mean, you know they're going to screw the gears up, of course, to keep it on. I don't know if they will. I mean, come on. I feel like, they, I feel like Porsche always... Does something stupid with every car, but they always fix it after you know they get <laughs> yeah. yelled at. Yeah, like they, they they usually you know they fix the problem. BMW is a little bit slower to react to to negative press when it comes to their sports cars. Porsche normally fixes these little nickels that we have. Yeah, so, yeah, I feel you on that. And I really think that they are. I really feel like they are uh, moving away from holding back the Boxster slash Cayman. Good. I really do. Like I, I, it's time to. Yeah. 
it's time to let the 911 just speak for itself. And just be its icon. And be it doesn't, icon. It doesn't have to prove anything. Just it doesn't have to be faster. A 911 is always going to be a 911, and you, it's apples and oranges. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, do you, you want rear engine gorgeous icon, or do you want mid engine brilliance? It's it's your choice. And you know what they're what they've done is they've made the 718 expensive. They really they, they, they snuck it the right on there. The Cayman are not are not entry, entry level. level, and that was the whole issue with those cars is the poor man's Porsche. Yeah, they, which they is, are not anymore. They are certainly not. No, there are every generation. Every time I see one advertised when when they're ninety and hundred grand, I'm like, wow, the, the Boxer and Cayman have <laughs> come a long way. Yeah. Oh, they're certainly better than ever, and they, I oh, think yeah. they are at, if not exceeding, nine eleven performance. Yep, it could be. I'm talking about average to average. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway, should I throw one more wrench in the situation, or, or should we wind down? Uh, let's throw a wrench in there. Okay, let's throw a wrench. What if? Okay. Do you get okay? So at this point, we're we're agreeing on the M3CS, and I like this. This feels right. Mm-hmm. This feels good. Yeah. So do you go M3CS or do you get? Wait for it. Wait for it. E39 M5. Oh wow. Yeah. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> Take that for a walk. <laughs> let's let's peel this onion. <laughs> E39 M5. I mean, but didn't one just sell for like 130 grand or something? Yes. Insane. Yeah. And not even in a good color or interior color. Yeah. Yeah. It was like in the wrapper, it's like 500 miles or something. Yeah. But it wasn't like it was. No, no, no. But it doesn't matter because now you've just created a market. Yeah. No, that car is that car is rising. Like it's a rising star. Mm-hmm. It already was, but yeah, one sell. Everyone knows now that they've they've reached the 100 thousand dollar mark now. Thank Which you. is crazy, because now now you're over sticker new. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now you're over sticker new. What were those new, like, in their time? Ooh. 70. So in today's dollars, they were 80. 90. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, wow, yeah. And worth that. Oh, yeah. That was, one of the, that was one of my most surprising driving experiences, was driving that car. Because it looks, I mean, it looks amazing, but it looks old. Like it, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, it, it doesn't. It doesn't look like an M3CS. That's like cutting edge, rip your head off, race car technology. The driving experience. It looks like a thoroughly modern. 80s, 90s BMW. The driving experience is thoroughly, thoroughly modern. The driving experience is is shockingly modern. Mm-hmm. The engine, buttery, buttery smooth V8, just amazing. In my humble sixty car opinion, that <laughs> that is the best engine BMW ever created. And I'm sorry to all you S54 fans out there. I too believe in the gospel of the high revving inline six. It is amazing, and it's fantastic, but let's stop for a second and talk about the S62, which is the E39 M5 slash Z8 motor. You're talking about Venos uh, V8 naturally aspirated with 7,600 RPM redline. Mm-hmm. There is not one single RPM in that entire tachometer that is not on boil. There, you're not waiting for torque. Mm-hmm. You don't have to hit the sweet spot. You're not waiting for a power curve. Mm-hmm. It's, you touch the throttle, your head's into the seat. Mm-hmm. Any RPM, 5,000 RPM, 1,500 RPM, you're not waiting for turbos to spool. Mm-hmm. You're not waiting for a, um, 
a natural gas operated engine to wind out to hit the power curve at the top. It is there all day, everywhere, constantly. That is the best engine, in my opinion. The most drivable, streetable, rewarding engine that BMW ever made. And that's really saying something. Yeah, and it's a, a four-door sedan. Yeah. That's going to go down history as one of the best-looking oh. sedans ever designed. I think it is the best-looking BMW. Let's, let's take it away from BMW and let's talk about any other marquee that has a sedan. I mean, the F80? Okay, fine. But again, that's BMW. The F80 is arguably as attractive in a far more modern way. Mm -hmm. But there is something real classic about the E395. Yeah. Yeah, the F80, the front fascia, especially, you know. It's going to look outdated when, 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 it, when the market moves away from those hyper-aggressive grills, which, of course, I love and are cool. Mm. But you know just because of the way trends cycle. It will move away. Somebody's going to come out with a super non-aggressive, and all of a sudden that's going to be really cool to have a non-aggressive grill. Yeah. And then that's going to look super outdated. Yeah. The E39 is timeless. It's timeless. Yeah. It's timeless. So you want me to just give you... I want, I want, I want real talk. E39 over the F80. Wow. And 3CS. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Definitely. Yeah? Yeah? No, not in my garage. In your garage. In my garage. In everyone's garage. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear that? Everyone's getting an E39 and 5. <laughs> I'm over today. Uh, dude, you are on today. You're in Fuego. In Fuego. I know, I just blew your mind because it was Spanish. But I don't know Spanish. Um, I think we had a great talk. I'm feeling good. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. Enthusiast Auto Group and. Uh, I, I think I should. Blue. I think I should go pay way the hell over market for a uh, E395 from Enthusiast Auto Group. Love your life. Who literally raped the market and uh, somehow. I still want to buy one from them. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to buy one I can find that's for sale. They've raped the market a little bit, but they've also. They've lit a fire in the you know the old. In the collector market. In the collector sure. market, and they've. They do a nice job. They really do. They, so if you're gonna buy an, I mean, an older M5, or an older BMW M product, and you have the money to spend. What's cooler though? What what what's cooler? What's more street cred? What do you want to go to Cars and Coffee in? What do you lay in bed at night thinking about? Do you want an M3 CS 500 piece piece F80 masterpiece mm -hmm. in the garage? Is that cooler, or a really nice spec clean? E39 and 5. Which one? And I have no opinion on this. I'm I'm literally just posing the question out loud. Mm -hmm. Which one are you going to which one are you going to dream about when your head hits the pillow? Which one are you going to think about? The E39 5. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you you pull up the cars and coffee. Everybody's there. And you you pull up, everybody's turning their heads. They get out, everybody walks around and takes pictures. What car do you want that to be? E39 and 5. I don't think that that would happen, though. I think the M3CS would garner more attention. Oh, 100%. I agree with you. Yeah, sure. That's a good point. Because um, it's latest, greatest type thing? But, but I don't care. About, like, I actually prefer to have the car that the one person who knows comes up and yeah. talks about. And that's the E39. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you know, you're in the know. If you know. If you're in the know, you know. If, if, you, if The guy who knows sees a perfect spec and E39 M5. And they think, to to you, that's going to be a much more interesting conversation than the bros that come up to you and say, bro, oh, dude, bro, it's sick. So dope. Dope. <laughs> sick. It's bro, dope. What color is that, man? Yeah. Yeah. DCT. Yeah. So <laughs> fast. <laughs> so fast. I don't even like manuals. I mean, DCT is faster. Manuals. I was so what my grandpa drove. <laughs> yeah. That's our that's our not very good impression of millennials. <laughs> Although, probably accurate. <laughs> I, I am a millennial. 
Yeah, yeah. Sure you are. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, good talk. That was a great uh, talk. Yeah, I, uh, I guess. It... I think the next podcast we should be, or not the next one, but at some time we should be we, the next episode, an episode in the future. We're going to talk about what happened. Yeah. We're going to say, remember that episode where we were debating? This is what we ended That's up with. And I think it would be nice to hear from our listeners what they... Yeah, what, what do you guys think? Between... Okay, so we... Let, let's... <laughs> let's recap. Let's recap. 718 GTS. Came in GTS. Freaking amazing. Came because I already have the best spider... Excuse me. I already have the best boxer ever made. Yeah, the 987 spider. Come at me, bro. Let's argue that. Okay, so we talked about the 718. Correct. We talked about... In a manual. We talked about the M3CS. Correct. We talked about the M2 competition. Oh, God. And then we talked about the E39 and 5 the old dog. So good. Of those four, rank them. Send us an email. Why are we right? Why are we wrong? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're not wrong, but... We're not wrong. Just just to say it all out. Mm-hmm. Just so that you guys are aware. <laughs> just, <laughs> but, just to try to be fair, but we're not. <laughs> Let's be clear. Yeah, uh, Yeah. so sequential at gmail.com. Send us an email with your thoughts. Cheers, buddy. We'll, uh, cheers. Yeah, we'll see you guys. next week.